What's up, everybody? Welcome back. It's your boy Art Dog and your homeboy MJ Gunner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We back at it. The Sons of Legends have been on hiatus for a minute. It's been a lot going on, but we back, baby. And in full effect, you already know what it is. And we don't come alone either. You already know. You already know. For SummerSlam weekend, we had to bring in a guest. You know what I'm saying? One of the, one of the most exciting. <laughs> Mr. Wesley Figs, what's going on, Wes? Hey, what's going on, fellas? You already know. How, how was SummerSlam for you, brother? Oh, man, brother, it was all good for me. On my end over here. I'm so glad to hear it because, as everybody knows, we've been on hiatus for a minute, but we have a lot of big news to cover. Number one, how do you guys feel about Vince McMahon's retirement? Let's start with Wes. Wes... Give us some words on Vince McMahon leaving the business. <clears throat> it's about time. It's about time he, he, he called it quits. But he had a good career running the company. But he really missed. He really missed, but I'm getting gone. He will be missed, but yeah. um, I think it was time for a change. I think this has been a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I agree. I 100% agree. I definitely respect, you know, Vince's uh, booking career with the WWE and his job as the chairman. I mean, he's done a great job. You know, WWE is not the best for no reason. Exactly. You know, and I definitely respect him <laughs> as a uh, mind for wrestling. But, yeah, it's about that time, I'd say, you know, to shake things up. And I don't know. I think 70s, I think mid-70s is well past the age of retirement. Well, I want to start off by thanking Vince. Yeah. My my life wouldn't be what it is without the WWE. Yeah, that's true. That's that's a fact. I agree. I agree one hundred percent. I agree too. I I, I agree one hundred percent. I agree. That's yeah, true. I gotta I gotta give it to him. The man pretty much shaped a lot of a lot of the WWE universe into what it is today. Mm-hmm. He is the reason that wrestling is mainstream. He is the reason that the WWE is the number one company in the world. He's the reason why people want to be a WWE superstar. Yeah. There's, there's, yep. you know, he put a lot of, uh, he put his life into this game. Mm-hmm. And I want to thank him for it because most of my favorites, most of my idols, and a lot of the people that I had looked up to throughout my life has came from the WWE. Yeah, I'd like to oh, think yeah, of this yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because the WWE that has been a constant in my life as far as pro wrestling goes. Like, I grew up watching it. Yep. And, you know, it, it's, it shaped a lot of my memories. Exactly. You know, a lot of my, most of my favorite athletes are wrestlers. Are wrestlers. And a lot, most of them have gone through the WWE. Exactly. And and if it oh, wasn't yeah. and if it wasn't for Vince, this game wouldn't be what it is. I believe that. Now, with that being said, oh yeah, Vince has wore out his welcome. I'm sorry, yeah. but times have changed, and Vince refuses to change with the times. It's it's oh, like yeah. he's yeah. still stuck on this good guy bad guy thing. He's still stuck in an era where. He feels like people wants to see these rematches over and over and over and over again. He said no to some of our favorites and left them high and dry. He screwed a lot of people over. And he's giving out a lot of hush money. 
from what the reports are saying. Yeah. I think that this changeover is is over long overdue for one. And for two, I think that it's much needed. Because I'm not going to lie. In the past two or three months, I've just about given up on WWE. Because <laughs> they have been really playing the fence with rematches, not giving the fans what they want, taking away titles, taking away divisions. And like they're building their company around a select few superstars. So when those select few superstars get hurt, they don't have a direction to go in. And it's really hurting the business. It's really hurting it. It's really doing a number on it. With Roman Reigns having this historic title reign that he has, he hasn't defended much you know what I mean? No. For I'm him to be... Roman Reigns been at the Brock Lesnar challenger as a champion. And that's the thing. Like, you're going to have to build people for us to believe that they can beat Roman. You know what I mean? They're not doing that at all. They weren't doing it at all. They were adamant on Brock and Roman for the past year. And I don't got no problems with Brock and Roman. You know, it's always entertaining. But it is, in my opinion, it is t- kind of time to move past that and you know, move on to bigger and uh, maybe better things. You know, with, It doesn't even have to be better. It just has to be new. It's something different. Yes, it has to be different. And Which is why I'm looking forward to a, what are they call it? A cast of the, uh, ca- Clash of the Castle? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because... I've said a lot on this show that if done right, June McIntyre could be the guy to take it off of Roman Reigns. I just hope that they that they do this right. Well, we're skipping ahead, but um, I okay, want uh, I want Vince to have a happy retirement. But this is what I feel. I feel like Vince is never going to retire. I feel like he's going to be behind the scenes, still trying to work things. But the subtle diff the subtle differences has already piqued my interest. I mean, Raw was pretty great last time, in my opinion. No, let's talk about SummerSlam and how great SummerSlam was. Okay. I mean, first, okay. they kicked Let's it off it. with Becky and Bianca. Mm-hmm. And so they definitely had to start off with a bang. Now, the match did start slow, but once it picked up, I mean, goddamn, it picked up. I love this feud. You know, Becky and Bianca have great chemistry together. And they always deliver, in my opinion. You know, Bianca's uh, a good person to, you know, challenge Becky and vice versa. You know, getting wins over Becky's uh, good credibility for Bianca mm-hmm. and Bianca's uh, believable face for Becky to go after. Yeah. You know, it works. And not just that, but from Becky coming in last year at SummerSlam and mm-hmm. taking the title off her in 26 seconds and then Bianca working all the way up to WrestleMania... You know, to get it back and then it coming back around to SummerSlam, her being champion again. And that's that storyline. That's storytelling. Right, right. I'm saying, right, right. I'm saying, they had a good storyline. I like that storyline from last year's SummerSlam to this year's SummerSlam. I'll say, from Saturday SummerSlam. I like that storyline because everyone are anxious with that. And the women's division. Kind of went up another plateau, another edge up on a realm of the ladder. 
Yeah, it did. It added mm-hmm. it added a lot of depth to the division. You know what I mean? Because right, for right, a minute right, there, right, right. for a minute there, like Becky and Bianca were the only ones holding this division together. Mm-hmm. It's true. Right, right, right. You know, so when you know Becky uh, got into it with Ric Flair. And took away the man, it really showed that she was a great character development because she did big time and got that over immediately. She started coming out of these crazy outfits. She she's a great heel. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and it just worked. And Bianca is always somebody that you could cheer for. Even though she might be the strongest, toughest, fastest, or whatever, she still has this sense of underdog about her when she was going against Becky. Right, right, right. I agree. You know, I just think that she's likable, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, it's pretty easy to like Bianca Belair. It's easy to get behind her. It is. She's a good heel, but she's also a really good face. No, she's a great face. She's a good heel, Mm -hmm. but she's a great face. Mm -hmm. Now, the thing was, like, Becky stripped all of her strengths away by beating her in 26 seconds. And she had to reestablish herself as the main star. She did. She re- right, she, right, uh, right, 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 right. us a little bit more. And that was that was great to see her lose to Becky two, three times, mm-hmm. thinking that she was never going to get a shot again. Go all the way to win the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Come all the way back up. You know what I'm saying? She did like she did that. Right, absolutely. And that was a great build behind it. I love that storyline. And then at oh, the me end too. of the match, I, 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 I love storyline. So yeah, yeah. Then I, I love it. Not to mention, five minutes into the match, Becky breaks her arm. I think it's like a separated shoulder. They said. Yeah, same thing. Separated is broken. Well, they classify it as different things. Aren't they? <laughs> well, it's it's broken. She. Basically broke her arm and worked 20 minutes with a broken arm. Yeah. And the match was still amazing. Yeah, she definitely got a lot of tough points working with that arm injury. And then when that match was over, the respect that they showed for each other really put her up. And then you saw Triple Triple H's first deem as pay-per-view by the return of Bailey, the induction of... EO Sky and the return of a released Dakota Kai. Absolutely. Which set the world right up. It, it immediately piqued our interest. How do you feel about this new faction, Wes? Oh, man. I liked it. It was a nice shocker. It, it, it was a nice shocker to see the return. To, to see all three of them. To see all three of the ladies make the return. Because nice mm-hmm. there were big talks about Io Shirai leaving. Dakota Kai right, had right. already been released. Mm-hmm. And there was no talks of Bailey coming back anytime yeah. soon. I definitely, I'm intrigued by this faction. You know, I don't personally see what would tie them all together, you know, character-wise. You know, like, I don't see why they would all be friends, but I'm glad that they are. You know, I, I, I get like what you mean. They, they they seem like two, three completely different people that don't really have any reason to be together. Mm-hmm. But as right, Bailey right, said, right. I'm not coming back I, alone because I'm not stupid, and I went and got the best that I could find. Right. And Dakota coming back, you know, it kind of uh, 
kind of paves the way for what we've all been wondering, you know, and that is if we'll, if people will return now that, you know, Triple H is in more of control, now that he is the, the head of talent relations, you know, she's kind of the, the first shot, as yeah. they say. And that's, that's a great point, because I didn't really look at it that way, because with Triple H being in charge, Triple H has a special relationship with pretty much everybody that was in NXT. Yeah, yeah. And now... With him being in charge and being able to shell out the big bucks and do what they want to do, there's a possibility that AEW could be losing some stars. Like, I could see a lot of these guys coming back. Like, a lot of these guys that were let go, you know, I think they call it, like, Black Wednesday or something. Right, like you mean the, the Keith Lees, yeah. the Karrion Crosses, the... Now, yeah, when people, when people got dumped a lot uh, at one time, you know, all the releases happened. Yeah, I definitely the, see... A lot of those guys coming back. A lot of these the rock star spuds back, right? and the Athenas and you know yeah. those people. And that that is a very exciting thing to wonder, to be able to wonder again what's going to happen. Right, right. Because you know now we don't know. Because there was a point where the internet completely ruined it. The, the internet completely ruined the element of surprise. There's always a report of somebody coming back. We knew Cody was coming before. That's why the crowd gets to chanting before we even know who it is. Right, I feel you. And the the having that element of surprise back makes it exciting again. Mm-hmm. Because you'll never know who we'll see. You'll never know who's going to come back. You just never know. Right. And that's a great thing to have. Um, the second match was The Miz and Logan Paul. I, I'm, almost Go ahead, a, man. I'm almost at a loss for words here. Like I, These words kind of feel weird coming out of my mouth. But, but I'm really starting to like Logan Paul. <laughs> I never in my life thought that I would utter those words. You know, because the Paul brothers used to annoy the living hell out of me. And... You know, after seeing, you know, them box and, you know, seeing what Logan does in the wrestling ring. And the podcast. And the podcast, you know, I'm, they're, they're, they're starting to grow on me. I'm just, they're starting <laughs> to make a new fan out of me. I'm not even going to lie about it. Wesley, Logan Paul's performance, how do you feel? He did good. I'm saying, he, he did good to me. He did good for me. To me, he did more than just good. He ex- he exceeded right. my he expectations. Great. He did great. You, you, you know what? You, you're absolutely right. He did great. Because we saw him at WrestleMania. Yeah. We, we saw right. what he can do mm-hmm. as a tag team person. Right. Like Bad Bunny, mm-hmm. you know, those type of those type of superstars or, you know, celeb wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Those types do good in tag matches, battle royals, things like that. Logan Paul had a singles match against a two-time Grand Slam champion. He did great. And he blew... The crowd was against him in the beginning. By the time he hit that frog splash through the table, they were all Logan. Right. They were in the palm of his hand. And I can't wait to see what he does next. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you got a, you brought up a good point. You know, when uh, celebs they wrestle tag team matches or they wrestle battle royals sometimes, and we got glimpses of what Logan Paul could do in the ring at WrestleMania. But I feel like it was on full 
showcase at SummerSlam. Yeah, it definitely was. <laughs> Big shout out to the Miz. Because it takes a pro, like a seasoned veteran, to to make these people look so good. He did it with Bad Bunny. And it was it was fun seeing him uh Team and, with Logan Paul. Yeah, it was fun seeing him and Logan Paul on the same side. And they had a good match. You know, the Miz definitely does not get the credit he deserves, in my opinion. You know what, uh, Matt, I agree. I'll say because he he, uh, he put on a good performance. I said, if another Paul, and they had a good storyline. They had a good storyline. They told a good story during that matchup. Yeah, I was wondering what it was going to lead to from WrestleMania after he did the the Skull Crusher finale on Logan Paul. Mm-hmm. And once Logan Paul signed and we got that news, I was like, this guy, this guy is something. Just watch out for him. And everybody that we said that about has been pretty good. The only ones that we really brung up was Pat McAfee and Logan Paul. Mm-hmm. Bad Bunny was cool. It was very surprising for him to be as good as he was by the time we saw him in the ring. But Logan Paul, I actually expected him to be good, and he exceeded those expectations. Absolutely. So yeah, that was that was that was pretty good. And uh, so next we had the the Usos and the Street Profits. Was that next? Doesn't matter. I just don't want to forget anything. We probably will. We always do. <laughs> but, um, so with this, I feel like everybody's still talking about Montez Ford. I do too. I do too. Because some telling me, because some is telling me that the street profits is going to break up. Well, that's, everybody's telling you the street profits going to break up. The whole internet's a buzz. The fucking commentators keep saying it. Like, everybody's still saying it. But the way I'm looking at it, I'm looking for, I'm looking for Dawkins to turn on Ford. Which would be a good shocker. No, which, which would be, a good be perfect. Because I'm sick of people talking about Montez Ford, so I can just imagine how he feels. Right. Uh, I kind of feel like we all know where I'm going with this. And it's true though. Like, there's nothing wrong with the Street Profits. Like, they could be the undisputed tag team champions. Then I feel like that would be believable. Like, I'd be, I'd be more interested to see the Street Profits tag together than I would be to see Logan. I would be to see Montez Ford or Angelo Dawkins and singles as singles as single superstars right now. Like, it's nothing against either one of them. It's just. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah, my thing is, we don't have enough tag teams as it is. Exactly, exactly. And the Street Profits are pretty big names. And and the WWE's tag team division I think they're the biggest name besides the Other than the Usos. And I just don't think it makes a lot of sense to break them up right now. I would say, um, the next tag team that that I would say they could probably call them next to the Street Profits could be either the Viking Raiders or the Smack New Day. They're on SmackDown. Or who? I said the, the, the Viking Raiders or New Day. The New Day and the Viking Raiders are in a, a feud with each other right now on SmackDown. 
And that's the problem with having champions be champions of both shows. Is right, there a yeah. limited amount of spots for the people to come up and get a title shot? Because they're already... They're, I can only think of like two, two or three tag teams on Raw, which are Alpha Academy, the Mysterios, and Street Profits. And mm-hmm. on SmackDown, I can only think of... The the Knuckle Club or whatever they're called with Sheamus and them. I think they're called a Fight Club. Them, Viking Raiders, and the uh, uh, New Day. Don't forget the male models. But oh, they oh, haven't even had matches. What's the name? The Kids Count. The Kids Count. What's the boy name? And Face. Think they're calling him now? Mansoir. Mansoir and, and, and face. face. Yeah. And I thought it was Massey or something. <laughs> Mansoir. It's so fancy. Mansoir. And face. Yeah. And so, so it's just it's just they they're they're putting a nail in their own coffin. Now what they can do is start to bring up some teams from NXT. Since Triple H is in charge now, they have a, a pretty decent roster in NXT. They can bring up maybe two or three teams. I can see the Creed brothers coming up pretty quickly. I can see Pretty Deadly coming up pretty quickly. I'd like to see uh, Carmelo you know, no, oh, Mello and Trip. Mello and Trip, you know, sometime. But I wouldn't want to see them as a tag team. I would want to see them the way they are. Yeah, I like the way they are, too. Yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? So I don't want them to put them together. Right. Same way I didn't want them to put Gargano and Champa together right. when they came up to the main roster. Right. I, I like the tag team. I like, I, I, I like them as a tag team. I, I like the Gargano and... Uh, yeah, I did too. I liked them as DIY, but when they came yeah, up to the main DIY. roster, they were both single champions. Right. And they tried to put them as a team as the North American champion and the NXT champion. Mm-hmm. Which, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Which, which defeats the purpose of bringing them up to the main roster with champions, with single championships. Mm-hmm. It's like bringing up Keith Lee when he had the North American and the NXT title, and then making them team with Dijakovic. Right, right. You know what I mean? It just doesn't make sense. Let's but, get back into the SummerSlam, though, because I yeah. remember uh, the match that I was kind of worried that we would forget. It was uh, the Mysterios and Judgment Day and that uh, no-DQ uh, no match. Right. We already pretty much knew how that was going to go since considering right, the fact that right. they made it no-DQ. We already kind of was anticipating the return. It's just that I, number one, I don't want Edge to turn into the new Big Show. It's true. It's true. I don't want him to be face heel, face heel, face heel, face heel to where we can't decide whether we like him or not. I don't like regardless of what you they call me. I get what you're saying on that. I get what you're saying on that. I I I I I get I, I get what you're saying because because we, we don't want to see that happen again. We don't we don't, we don't want to see it happen again. But I think Judgment Day was perfect the way it was. The simple yeah. fact that they kicked him out to put Finn Balor in automatically put him in main event. Like it it took him from Raw and put him on main event. Yeah, I can't really say that I'm enjoying Judgment Day without Edge. 
it just doesn't make sense without them. Right. I feel you. I definitely feel you. It's like he created the whole persona only right. for them to use everything about it and not use it right. I was just about to say because when he was with Judgment Day, we weren't really feeling Edge with them. But now that he's not there, we're, all, we're still not feeling the group. I feel like that they probably should have. If they're going to kick him out, then they should have went a different direction with it. Now, I feel like this. They should have gave it time. We were only like five weeks in on Judgment Day. Edge was solo for a while. We got Damian Priest with him at WrestleMania. The next pay-per-view we got uh, Rhea Ripley. And then the next pay-per-view they broke up. That's what they do. You know what I mean? They didn't even give them they didn't even give us time to adjust to have an edge as a for real heel. And the things that they were talking about made me excited, like tipping the scales and bringing up the new stars and giving them a new path. That was the point of Judgment Day was to make new stars main eventers. Mm-hmm. That was Edge's whole purpose. I was overlooked for so long. Now I'm going to take these guys who are being overlooked and put them in the forefront. And they took that and just said, this doesn't make sense. Let's put Finn Balor in the group. And let's, let's keep everything that's Edge did. That's the thing. Throw the scale away. Keep the music. Keep the wings. Let's keep the outfits. Let's keep the name. That's the thing. Like I think that this would have worked better if they're going to do it if they're going to do without him. If they kind of distanced themselves from the one that had Edge in it. The very first thing they should have done was change the music. They should have. Most definitely. Because I don't feel like it worked without Edge. Definitely. No. The second thing that they should have done was drop the name. Probably true. Probably true. Like, this isn't a Judgment Day anymore. No, we're not Judgment Day. That was Edge's idea. We are such and such or whatever. The third thing they should have did, drop the persona. That scale, the wings, the purple and black. Yeah, the purple and black, the ominous purple light. Mm-hmm. Let it all go. And number three, they need to attack a superstar. Not Rey Mysterio, not Dominic. I'm talking about a Seth Rollins or a big name face, a Bobby Lashley. I mean, they needed the tag team feud, though, which they got with the Mysterio. They didn't need a tag team feud. They're they a needed stable. To, no, they needed... I'll say no. Exactly. I'll say- did the Shield yeah, have a tag team feud when they I first agree, came? Okay, this is already the same thing, though. There was three males with the Shield. This is a tag team with a with a female. Which makes it even better, because Rhea's not stopping beating up the guys. She's still beating up Dominic and Ray. If this was, if there was a third male member of this group, then I could see where you were coming. What did from. she do when AJ Styles got in her face every time? They still can't wrestle her. They didn't hit her, which made it, which made it a probability that when she stepped in, they not hit her and get attacked by the rest of them. They still can't wrestle her. That that's the point. That's the point. The point of having a female is to have her attack the females that's got the other guys' backs. The point of having a female is for a distraction. No one wrestles Maurice, but she still comes out with the Miz. Right. That's what she'll be. And 
if they wanted to, they could put the title on her and have them protect her. Rick didn't have a problem tripping up women when it came to Charlotte. I get that. I just don't see the, the point of having a singles feud if they're a tag team. They're not having a singles feud. They're taking people out. That's what factions do. Factions don't feud with you. They beat the shit out of you and leave you laying. That's what a faction does. That's what Edge was doing every week when he was with Judgment Day. Every week, AJ Styles had to watch his back. Yeah. He, he couldn't catch a break. He was in the locker room doing yeah. an interview. Lights go out. He's like, what the hell? I see you. That's what I'm saying. Judgment Day could be something. It still could. They just have to do something better with it. They have to distance themselves. Well, at this point, Edge is going to take them out. Yeah, they're about to say their edge meet right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying, it's a thing feed on right now. Exactly. So, it's it's a done deal. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, next match, uh, Bobby Lashley and Theory for the United States title. Right. Uh, I feel like this is a pretty good showing for Theory. I mean, it's a pretty good showing for Theory. Yeah, I like Theory. I can't say that I like him as Mr. Money in the Bank. I say that he doesn't, ha- he, he doesn't I say seem like a fan. Every single year... And nine times out of ten, they it does not happen. Okay, I just wish that they would put more emphasis on the people that have money in the bank, and that they would they would make them seem like they are a threat to. The, I think the they, I think they did a good job. They did a good job with Big E. I they think did. they did a good job with Theory too so no far. Way. With him no, like no, coming no. out every week on Brock and Roman, that wasn't cool. Roman destroys him on the microphone every single week. Roman emasculates him every single week. But Roman does that to everybody now that we got this tribal chief. Like they, he doesn't, he doesn't look man, he doesn't little man them like he little man's theory. Like he looks past Austin theory. You're not a threat to me. You're a little mosquito that I can't that I can't swat away from me. That's the way I'm looking at this. <laughs> he right did now. hit him with that. You don't know what you're doing with that. Your daddy's not here no more. <laughs> <laughs> he did hit him with that shit. He did hit him with that. And, and to be fair, you know, the most people, they don't stack up to Roman right now. And it's not really, you know, fair to assume that Austin Theories is going to jump from, you know, United States title status to, to uh, I can take out Roman. But you, know, just, you know, little things, you know, that they could do. They could try to protect them. You know, give or them some kind of momentum. They could just have them come out and hit Roman one time every week and just run. Just run just to let them know, I'm here. Right, I, I can see that. Just come out after Roman's win. Bam, hit him with the briefcase burnout. Yeah. <laughs> That's how do you feel about our Austin Theory and you know Bobby Lashley's U.S. title run right now? Austin, uh, Austin Theory, I can't find the word. Uh, 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 I'll say, man, because I really don't see him going no further than this United States title. I don't see no world title. I'm saying I don't see another spirit title. No one in 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 a future form. I I I don't see. Not in the near future. True, right? I I I I don't see. I think I think there is a a future world champion. 
They I, I think he's got it. They gotta but they got to give him. They got to give him a little time to marinate. In the main, uh, because right now he's just like an annoying kid. Right, right. You know they, right. that's what they need to do. I feel like they need to give him uh, a main event feud, you know, a big, a big match feud to make us see him as someone who can be undisputed champion someday. You know what he needs? He needs a Mick Foley. He does need a Mick Foley. He needs. Like it's just, it's what you said, he needs to make Foley. He needs somebody to to make us look at him as being tough. Right. He Absolutely. Needs, he needs the match. He needs the type of match that Foley can give you. He needs like, the kind of the, feud. the type of match like Foley and Orton. Mm-hmm. That's what took Orton to the next level. Mm-hmm. Foley and Edge mm-hmm. took Edge to the next level. Like Foley oh. and Taker and Hell in the Cell took Taker to like immortal status. Like. Foley was the type of guy that could submit your status as a superstar. Right. I'll say, I'll say, I'll, you, know, you know what? You're right about that. I'll say, I'll, I'll say Theory needs, I'll say Theory needs a, a, a new Foley. Like you, like you said, like, like, like you said, give him a, give him a good feel. Not trying to picture just yet. Not, right. not, 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 not trying to picture. No, he give just like needs, he needs a main eventer. To bring right. him to the main event, so right. he needs a feud with a, a AJ Styles. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be that'd be a good that'd be a good one. That'd be a good one. Yeah, I could definitely see AJ helping him climb, help him pull him up that mountain. He can have the the after. No, 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 some type of hardcore match that make us see him as a tough guy, not a pretty boy. Because mm-hmm. right Randy now he's still in pretty boy Randy Orton will do it for him. Randy will do it for him. Randy will do it for him. Randy's, Randy's, Randy's past that. Randy's past that point in his career. I don't think he's doing no thumbtacks and none of that stuff. Like, he's over that. He's past that. He's 20-something years in. I mean, he'd be a good feud, but he's also injured. Like, Randy's yeah. that main event feud that, you know, he Right, I, I, I'm just saying, I, 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 right, I'm just saying, that main event feud. Right. I, I can tell you, I tell you who will give it to him, though, Sheamus. Like, I don't think it has to be hardcore. It just has to be somebody. Oh, big. No, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, I think yeah. it has to be. It has to be a stiff, a stiff, like, good match like that. I think the three people that could give it to him is Sheamus, Kevin Owens, and maybe Seth Rollins. Seth is kind of past that shit, too. But Seth Rollins also has great feuds. Yeah. Like, he's been, he, like, he's but had great Seth, feuds. Seth has put enough people over in the past couple years. I'm tired of Seth putting people over. Well, it's not like Seth's getting nothing. He's. I'm not saying that he is, but he's not winning the feuds. <clears throat> I mean, right. that's cool because he still do. comes out on top sometimes, right. like with Cody. Yeah. Even though Cody won all three matches, Cody's injured. Right, right. I feel like, you know, if uh, Rollins had to bite the bullet on this one, I feel like that's just what they'd have to do. And they, anything, like, it's not going to hurt him, though. It wouldn't hurt him. Anything to make Mr. Money in the Bank look good, in my opinion. Well, he, he definitely needs it. He definitely needs it. But unfortunately, Rollins is also healed. All right, uh, Rhonda and Liv Morgan. Wesley, you go ahead because Matt hated it. You know what? <clears throat> 
I had Ronda Rousey. <laughs> he agrees with me. I, 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 I had her every. She, she can't wrestle. She can't wrestle. Too. She can't wrestle. I love Ronda. He agrees with me. I love she Ronda. Can't, she, can't, she can't wrestle with my book. She cannot I love wrestle. Ronda. I she don't get on. She don't get on my skills. She don't get on my skills. She, she, yo. Ronda Rousey got. I, I can say all, all she got is 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 the MMA background. It. Ron, I I feel like Ronda's gonna be prejudged regardless. People already hate her. They hated her the moment she stepped in that ring. They hated her because right, right. she had this pre this preconceived notion of being the baddest woman on the planet when people had just watched her get knocked out twice. Exactly. So it automatically put a notch against her. I think that this was the best possible heel turn that could happen. But watching her what? Never mind. Never mind. Go ahead, Matt. Get it off your chest. Like, I don't think that this is that this was the the badass heel moment that everybody tries to make it out to be. It was basically her throwing a temper tantrum. Like I don't get it. That's it. No, I think this was the perfect heel turn because the first heel turn everybody shitted on. That was when no more Mrs. Nice Bitch. Yeah. The second heel turn Pissed everybody off. That was the you know what? fake wrestling you know what? heel turn. Excuse me for one minute. Yeah. Excuse me for one. Excuse me for one moment. This same, this same storyline that they doing is from when she lost a, when she lost a, a, a Charlotte Flair. No, no. The first okay. The first heel turn. The first heel turn. Charlotte was supposed to be a heel. Rhonda, uh, Charlotte was supposed to beat up Rhonda with the kendo stick, which made her get sympathy votes. Instead, everybody was chanting, you deserved it. So she turned heel the next night on Raw, beating up Becky and Charlotte. The second heel turn was on the internet when she was like, wrestling's fake. You know, I can do this shit in my sleep. Everybody knows I can beat their ass if I wanted to. And it made everybody mad. And she was a heel for the rest of the year until she lost at WrestleMania. This heel turn makes the most sense out of all of it. Because everybody saw Liv tap out, except the ref. But everybody also saw Ronda's shoulders on the mat. Except, you know, the ref saw that, but he didn't see Liv tapping out up top. And so her turning this way gives her legitimate heel heat instead of go away heat. Because at first she had X-Pac heat, as we all describe it. Now she has legitimate heel heat, and she can actually be a heel. They can take her out of the title picture if they want, but I think this will make it for a return. Well, what I hear is that she's been fined and she's been suspended. And storyline, of course. You know, because... Because she beat up the ref. I don't know what to make out of this match. You know, to be honest with you, because this is the first time, in my opinion, that Ronda's wrestled somebody that could not carry her. their weight and hers at the same time. Right. You know, she wrestles Sasha. She wrestles Charlotte. She Becky. wrestles Natty. She wrestles, she wrestles Becky. I love Liv Morgan, but Liv, Liv is Morgan still is, is not 
you know, someone who one. can carry her into the match and help out Ronda's into the match too. I think she, I think she did it storyline wise by because you know how the whole story was Liv being tough as nails. Basically, she's the first person that didn't tap immediately when she got put in the armbar. The first. Yeah, I feel you. You know, I, I went back and I watched it the second time, and she definitely did. You know, put up more of a fight than I saw when I was watching it. You know, originally at SummerSlam. Exactly. I was like, this is actually the first kind of back and forth and not dominating match that she had. Towards the end, it was dominating as it usually gets. Yeah. But she got some really good offense off on Ronda. And when Ronda kept putting her in the armbar, she wouldn't tap. You saw her getting mad and frustrated. And then when she finally did tap, Ronda's like, I won. And ref's like, your shoulders were down. She's like, you son of a bitch. Well, your shoulders were down. I like it. your shoulders. Uh, I'm looking forward to see where this is going. In my opinion, this was the best possible uh, outcome. outcome we could hope for. Without because, Liv being losing the title or getting dominated Brock Lesnar style. Because to be honest, you know, I don't think anybody oh, saw yeah. Liv Morgan really putting up a fight against Ronda Rousey. And you know, as much as I don't like Ronda Rousey, you're as it should be. You know. Thank you. Ronda Rousey is a trained MMA, you know, fighter. One of the best ever. And the way that they book her, you know, in the ring, you know, she's got the whole uh Terminator style and everything. Her mystique is well deserved. Yeah, I understand that. I understand that. You know, Ronda Rousey. It can't be too easy to take her down. I get Ronda Rousey was not beaten for seven years. I get it. You know, it shouldn't be too easy to take her down and everything. You know, as pro wrestlers, you know, gotta keep the mystique alive. Thank I understand you. that. I Thank don't have to you. like it, but I understand. Yeah, it. you don't have to like it. You just gotta respect it because Ronda is one of the greatest MMA fighters ever. I, she was the biggest star in the UFC of Bender of all time. Pretty much put women's MMA on her. She back. did. She did. She's the first ever UFC women's bantamweight champion. Oh, don't get and me wrong. defended it. Six times. I definitely respect Ronda Rousey as an and MMA legend. Not to mention that the six times she defended, four of them didn't even last a full minute combined. You know, I definitely respect her as an MMA legend. She was beating chicks in 14 seconds. I understand. I understand why they do this. As I said, I don't have to like it, but I understand it. Exactly. I just think that this was the best possible outcome. Yeah, it was. Because nobody thought Liv was going to retain. You know, it makes Liv look tough. It gives Ronda a reason to gripe. I get it. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, you, you, you know what? What's up, Wes? This finish, this finish reminded me of, uh, of uh, this finish reminded me of when, uh, when Kurt Angle had lost to Undertaker. Right, you know, they did the same thing back then. They've done this finish plenty of times where someone tapped and the other person was pinned. They've done this a bunch of times, yeah. but this right, was right, the right. best true, case true, scenario true. for Liv Morgan. Yeah, I think so, too. You know, at least she kept the title. She kept the title. Ronda got her rematch. Now she can put Ronda behind her, and we got a whole new division to look forward to. Yeah, you know, because... And if, if, if what I'm hearing is true... And Sasha and Naomi is coming back. 
then I'm looking forward to a Liv Morgan Sasha Banks feud. Cannot wait. I hope these rumors are true. I get too excited. They they give me hope. The, the, don't you let me down, internet. Don't you lie to me. <laughs> but yeah, I'm uh for what it was, I it was a good uh match and it was a good uh outcome. Uh, best we could hope for anyways. Okay. Uh Drew McIntyre comes out, cuts a promo about his title shot at Clash of the uh Cash. Clash of the Castle. Mm-hmm. He says that Brock and Roman's wrestling for the first time in Houston in front of Colt. <laughs> And all that, and uh, swings a sword, gets some fireworks. I think that was just a time filler. Yeah. Um, yeah. I definitely am looking forward to Joy Roman. This feud, this match, I think it might be time. Roman can't hold this title forever. I don't know, man. He's record setting right now. I know, and he's he set the record. He break the record. Okay, and you know what happens once you break a record? You drop it. I'm just you, you drop to the next guy, not the record, but you know the title. Yeah, I'm you know? saying. I was saying. You, you I know think what? that he could it could be a possibility. I'm not gonna say that it, it's gonna happen, but I'm, I wouldn't mind if he broke Hulk Hogan's record. Four years. He's already two in. But I was I guess, what do you think about that? I was saying, I think Roman gonna go go start. I think he gonna surpass. Hulk Hogan is the next. I mean, he gonna be in the top three. Well, right now he's in the top five. There's four people ahead of him. Right. There's Pedro Morales, Hulk Hogan, Bob Backlund, and Bruno San Martino. The next record is Hulk Hogan at four years. I honestly think that. I believe he's going to break that record right there. And he then, could. once he breaks Hulk Hogan's record, that's it for Roman. He could. I honestly think that if they want to uh, improve and yeah. want to you know, build again, that they kind of got to get some of their eggs out of Roman Reigns' basket. That's Put true. Put somewhere else. I feel like this is what... I, I Horribly, even though I would love to see Roman break this four-year record... Just to get Hulk Hogan off of it. I don't know. But, <laughs> but, business-wise, it'd be best to let Drew win it, have him defend one title on one show, one title on another show, mm-hmm. lose one of them on one show, and keep one on the other show. That way they can go back to having two titles. Because Raw is suffering without a champion. I mean, Roman's on Raw every once in a while. Every once in a while. But he's on SmackDown right, right. every week. We see the bloodline on there. Which makes the Universal title seem way more important than the WWE title. Well, it's been like that for years, in my opinion. You know, we, even when Brock was holding the Universal title, and I think it was like AJ Styles holds the WWE title and whatnot, the Universal title matches were always the big draw. That's true. But it all depends on who the champion was. Yeah. Because when Kofi had the title, the WWE title was the biggest draw. And then Brock took it mm-hmm. and downgraded it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's not forget Pat McAfee and uh, Happy Corbin, their match. Um, I'm always excited to see Pat McAfee. Mm-hmm. I just think this was his worst showing because of his opponent. Oh, no. 
like yeah, yeah, I feel like something was kind of off <laughs> with this time. Yeah. Like, I, like you said, I'm always happy to see Pat McAfee, and I feel like he did a great job. But yeah, it was definitely something a little off in this match. His opponent, I'm telling you, Baron Corbin's just a slow paced wrestler. I mean, I don't know. You know, Pat McAfee did almost fall off the ropes a few times. Well, you, know. you tried jumping from the ground to the I'm top. I'm not rope. saying anything. I was just saying, you know, I was just things that I, that I that I noticed. I'm not saying that I could do it. Yeah, it's not gonna it's not gonna work out well every single time. Yeah, I get that. Shout out to Jake to Logan Paul for that phenomenal forearm too. <laughs> yeah. And you know, the world's probably slippery or whatever. Yeah, after you know yeah. that But one thing I did notice was they didn't mention Vince at all. They didn't. Only thing we heard about him, like even remotely, was the, when Michael Cole said something. Said he said Things have changed. Things have changed. Yeah, Corey Gray says, I, I missed when you couldn't have an opinion and then Michael Cole said, well, a lot of things have changed. Well, that's changed. A lot of things have changed. Yeah. And, you know, shout out to Michael Cole. And the I reason, definitely remember enjoying his commentary more. Yeah, the reason I noticed that was because during Pat McAfee's video, they didn't show the part where Vince, where he lost to Vince. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was just like, huh, they didn't mention Vince at all. Yeah, you know, I'm sorry about that, because I'll say, because well, it's, 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 it's like, the retired, all right, now it's time to move on. It's like, hey, man. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm but it's, the old, the it's, a, new, it's a new era, baby. I mean, it's, it's that time. And, it, and I've been excited ever since. I think one of the biggest things that disappointed me in this match is that Pat McAfee didn't come out to Seven Nation Army. <laughs> I loved it at WrestleMania, and I was like, oh, my God, he's going to do it again. He didn't do it again. No, was, he came out to the, his I NXT little, music. I was a little bummed. For the brand. <laughs> I love this. I did love that he finished the match with that jumping Amazing Red. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was pretty cool. I wish Corbin would have took it a little better, but that was a dope move. Uh, but yeah. I, 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 I'm trying to say the same thing. I'm like, man, I, I, I would wish Brad Corbin took that move just, 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 just a little bit more. Cleaner. But how do right. you feel about right, I'm looking uh, for, I think that this is leading into Pat McAfee versus Corey Graves. <laughs> that it could be. How do you feel we about that? We know Corey Pat Graves has been clear to wrestle, so. Go ahead, Wes. How do you feel about Pat McAfee as a wrestler and everything? I'm saying, he did good. Um, Pat McAfee did. He did his thing, yeah. He did his thing. He did his thing during the matchup. But I just like that finish, which was just a little soft. Yeah, it was. But yeah, guys, on to the main event Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Uh, Roman Reigns officially. Has surpassed the Undertaker with the longest entrance of all time. <laughs> he he's got to milk it, man. He's got to milk it. He's a tribal chief. He takes his time. He does what he wants. You gonna wait for him to get that ring, and then the ass kick is gonna start. I'm like, this dude has been walking to the ring for the last seven minutes. That was a long ramp. That was like <laughs> a really long ramp they had at SummerSlam this year. That was a long ramp. I'm saying. That don't mean you got to walk like Ric Flair. Nah, man. He's a <laughs> chief, man. You got to take his time, man. He'll get here when you get here. And you'll be damn appreciative to get the wait for him. 
But yeah, this uh, I was not excited for this match at all, and it turned out to be a barn burner. Well, I, I had a pretty good feeling that this match was going to be crazy, and it was. I felt like it was going to be a finisher fest like all the rest of them. Yeah. And it wasn't. Now, Brock comes out there, and, he gets, and he's walking the ring, and he gets on a tractor. He's got his cowboy hat on, he's driving the tractor down to the ring. With his logo on it. With his logo on it. Yeah, Cowboy Brock Lesnar is definitely the best. Yeah, moving along to be one of I'm my favorites, Brock. One of my favorites. Since the Cincinnati Big Thing. I like Boombox Brock. Uh, I like Cowboy Brock. I love Boombox Boom Brock. Boombox Brock was funny, but I like Cowboy Brock. You can just tell the man's having fun. Come on now, Brock coming out doing the running man. <laughs> the Brock party. Come on, man. The <laughs> Brock party. Paul Heyman dancing along in the background and Brock gets up and says, stop it. Come on now. <laughs> Boombox Brock was the man. That's funny. I love this Brock, but Boombox Brock. I like Cowboy Brock. What's, what saying, do you think? Boombox Brock or Cowboy Brock? I would say Boombox Brock was, uh, was, uh, I'm like good on this. I'm if you're on um, Boombox Brock, but Cowboy Brock was like a whole different kind of brother that, that I, I, I want like really kind of like expect to come down. But I, yeah, I, 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 I wasn't either. I wasn't yeah, expecting Brock to come out smiling. Yeah, I never thought we'd right, see right, happy right. Brock. Happy go lucky Brock. Never in my lifetime did Shaking I Shaking fans' hands. Never in my lifetime did I see would think we'd see completely baby face Brock. Like that's crazy. That's that is crazy. But boom Brock's Boombox Brock was just. I mean, it just proves that he's that he is he's versatile. versatile. Like, yeah, he he's really it. a superstar. He can do it if he wants to do it. And you know? he can. And this match was crazy, dude. <coughs> I mean, the table slams were were crazy alone. Like he had a half a table set up that he slammed Roman on, and Brock like got his back busted open. It was bleeding. They flipped the ring up. That in was the air. my favorite part, man. He flipped the ring while Roman's standing in it. He flips the ring. Roman spills to the floor. That was crazy. I'm like, I feel bad for the crowd on that side. They ain't going to be able to see the rest of the match. <laughs> I'm going to say this. I'm going to say what They got to watch I'm the monitors. It was, it, that was a great was match. But it, but it made Brock look like a straight monster because it took mm -hmm. Roman, Paul Heyman, the Usos, Theory, and burying them to win. Yeah, like Roman had to take... Six or seven, eight knockout shots to keep Brock Lesnar down. That's shots with the titles. Shots with and the with money the in the bank. And he got buried underneath tables. And he just, he just would not stay down. Like, Roman eventually had to just be like, man, what is with this dude? <laughs> he did. He did. He just looked at him and was like, okay. You going to keep getting up? I can't. Then he grabbed the universal <laughs> title and hit him with that. Hit him with the money in the bank a bunch of times. Hit him with the WWE title. Buried him under the table. Some broken tables. Michael Cole's chairs. The <laughs> ring announcer's chairs. The steps. Yeah. And stood on top of I him. I was saying, him and the Usos are standing on top of him. And the Usos are laying on top of the pile. 
And they got it. He got it. <laughs> After all that, three grown I mean, I mean, men buried underneath the mountain of tables and chairs and everything else. Now, considering the fact they had to carry Paul Heyman out, too. Because <laughs> he caught an F5. Yeah, he caught an F5. But, uh, Wes, what did you think of this match? I'm saying, this matchup was a, it was a good matchup. It was a good matchup. I enjoyed that matchup. I enjoyed it. But the finish could have went, the, the, the finish could have went a whole other way. No, I think that that was, that was a, a finish to make Brock look as best as they possibly could. Yeah, I get that. Without but... having Roman lose. Yeah. But, you know, it was kind of excessive, you know, taking all those table shots and the belt shots and all the other stuff it took to keep them down. You know, no. people can see it as kind of obsessive. I don't think no, so. I, I, kind I, I, of overkill. I'm just saying, though, you know, you, you know how normally, unless you're saying, you know what I'm saying, Joe, how you know what I'm saying, Joe, you throw the count down there. I'm just going to count. And, and, uh, and like, once you're in the field, the count starts over. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm, you're right. I noticed that, too. I'm, once they start burying him, the count should have started over. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And they were it. already at like seven when Roman right, right, stood right, on the pile. Right, right, well, well, yeah, well, right. Well, 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 I noticed that too. I was like, hold up, they're throwing things on top of him. How come the count didn't start over if he's hitting them? Yeah, when you right. hit somebody when they're on the ground, the count starts over. Right, right, right. The count stops. Good point, Wes. But yeah, I noticed that too. But, uh, they had to do something in order to make Brock look as best as they could. Yeah. Keep the title Protect on everybody. And protect everybody that was in it. Yeah. And I think they did a great job. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And uh, SummerSlam was just amazing to me. Like I'm glad to see this new regime. Yeah. It is a breath of fresh air. Being able to be surprised again. Now, I'm not going to get ahead of myself and say that... You know, I just WWE's think that back. everything's just going to be fixed overnight. No, you know, it's, gonna it's definitely going to take a little bit of time. But after watching uh, SummerSlam and Raw, I definitely think they're on the right track. Yeah, because those two triple threats to like, find out the new number one contender they're making the U.S. title yeah. seem important again. Champa was really focused, uh, showcased last night on Raw. They're, they're building new stars, as we yeah. can see. You know what I mean? Everybody's getting yeah. their spots cemented. They got a new faction. Things are starting to absolutely get exciting. Right. Again. I'm shake up a little bit now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. i I'm really looking forward to what's what right. the future right. holds. Right. Absolutely. Uh, I'm actually gonna probably watch NXT to see what happens. Just yeah, to see if there's... we gotta see if you know Triple H. Hopefully, to charge with that again too. Yeah, we got to see what's going on, see what's happening. Oh, yeah. I definitely got to see what's going on with NXT. If this new energy will carry over into the rest of the shows. But, yeah, uh, that's our show for today, man. Wes, tell the people where to reach you. Man, you can catch me on Western Western Feds, on Facebook, and on Instagram. Gonna tell the people where to reach you. Uh, Matt Lindsay Facebook, Matt Lindsay six seventy seven on Instagram. Our dog one on Instagram, our dog three on Twitter. You can always follow us at the Sons of Legends twenty one at gmail.com all the time. 
Uh, we will be back next week. We'll be talking about Raw, SmackDown, NXT probably. We back, baby. Uh, we we back, back, baby. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. We'll fill you in on TNA and everything else. Thank you guys for listening.